Timmy Doom. It's actually it's not Doom. It's Doom versus Howard the Duck. Issue number 19. It's not Doom either. It's Podcast X West, I keep saying. <laughs> and I can just edit that out. You know that because I am the guy who does the show. And that's a, a signal that it's not a Podcast X podcast, that it's Doom because I can just edit whatever I want. Thank you. <laughs> and when it comes out, it, it's coming through Doom Industries and Broadcasting. Well, oh, the last issue we did was uh, eight. As y'all all heard, remember y'all heard it? Okay, good. This is number <laughs> 19. <laughs> and uh, it's called Howard the Human. At least you saying that will give you incentive to fix the computer. What he's talking about is there's an accident that happened to my computer after we recorded Howard and Duck. That and two Avengers reviews. <laughs> it's going to be okay, Trenchcoat. It's going to be okay. Uh, in that last issue of Howard Duck explained how he became a human, Dr. Bong, one of his experiments turned, or one of his machines turned Howard into a human. But Howard's... I just want to mention, we've... we've review the Avengers story where it's revealed that Ms. Marvel loves being raped. It's a pro-rape issue. She doesn't love it. She has a nervous breakdown and uh, Chris Claremont fixed all that. Anyway, (laughs) as I was trying to say, Howard the Duck became a human and he escaped Dr. Bond's castle with Fifi and they're going to run off as lovers in this issue. Um, but Fifi died. Oh, <laughs> that's fucked up. Anyway, uh, here. And this continues from there. After that awful Valmera comic we reviewed, yeah, I'm glad you. to see good Gene Colin art here. You kissed my ass. <laughs> Howard the Duck is drawn by Vel Kilmer or Gene Colin or Vel <laughs> Mayer. Yes, Gene Colin, our good. Art is good art always. Velmar is the first one who did Howard Duck. That's the template for Gene. But anyway, and here, this is what I talk about Gene feet. You see Howard the human walking down the alley. Look, his pants melt into his legs. The same color. I'm sorry, his pants melt into his feet. His pants leg. His feet is just like these shapes. That's how he always draws people's feet. It's weird to me. It's just weird. Or he draws. Well, you're okay with Rob Liefeld's feet. You know, I didn't say that either. Okay, uh, and hopefully I can remember this because it's been a while since I read this. But he's feeling sorry for himself because he's a human. That's the only good thing about that guy who does that video podcast, that theme song where he goes, Liefeld, you're not an artist. 
<laughs> I wonder. Yeah, the only one who defends fucking Liefeld is Derek Coward, which is why you. I think he fight. does that just to get people's attention. He also trashes Captain America for no reason. Uh, so yeah, I hope he gets his comeuppance one day, and some rich guy listens to the podcast and sends him every Liefeld comic from the '90s and today, and, and it's. And sends him six copies of each, and it's on his doorstep. And that when he opens, good fire kindling. <laughs> anyway, Howard is just feeling sorry for himself because he's a duck. He's walking through the city. I guess it's, I think it's New York City. He's, he's, and he's human, but his shadow is a duck. And he's saying. He rounds the corner, emerging from the shadows of 44th Street into the neon sleeves of 8th Avenue. It's summer in New York. Sidewalks overflow with humanity. Cheap stores overflow with cheaper merchandise. And then Martin Scorsese took this dialogue for a taxi driver. And here's Luke Cage, and he's like, woo-wee, that dude am down. Okay, first of all, <laughs> that's not Luke Cage, that's a pimp. Like Shiggy Bear, Sugar Bear, or something, Huggy Bear. It's a, just a regular pimp, and if you can't tell, Luke Cage from a pimp. Or, anyway, fuck. It. And this pimp got two earrings on, and he's illiterate. If this fuck Huggy writer. Bear is Starsky and Hutch gonna show up? <laughs> Not this issue. Oh, there's Mary Jane, one of the hookers. I mean, I don't. Uh, <laughs> See? <laughs> it looked just like Mary Jane. This <laughs> proves she's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> this got the stuff to lift your spirits, amigo. When Stacy never hooked. In fact, she fucked Norman Osborn, a rich guy. So there. This uh, Howard the Duck, he looks look like you would expect Howard to look as a human. Except that nobody will really wear a big red-ass tie with this polka dots it's on for it. Gene Colan, then. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say he wasn't talented. The guy who he's for, however... Anyway, uh, talk about he think about how Fifi died and all this shit. He, oh, he finds five dollars um, in the crate, so his luck ain't all bad. But what I want to know is why is two black men fighting behind his, him? Like they just two black. Men. Actually, they look like a black bum, and the black man is just punching the bum in the face for no reason. There you go. Then he's a bum. Okay, you know what? That's the what fighter it is. is Steve Gerber is racist, or Gene Colan is. They want to draw black people just acting barbaric in the streets. <sighs> he goes to wash his face in the ter- in the bus terminal uh, bathroom, which he probably wouldn't be able to do that in real life because it probably would stink. There would be shit all over the place, and uh, he would walk right out. But this is a comic book. And- is this New York or Cleveland? New York, yeah, we pointed that out earlier. That was he was on Sleazy Forty Fourth Street with all the hookers and stuff, which nowadays, the thanks to Giuliani, is cleaned up, and everybody loves Forty Second Street and Forty Fourth Street now, in New York. And now that it has no character, <laughs> he ruins it. Um, so you rather have a place that had quote unquote character, where motherfuckers were getting stabbed and mugged, there were sleaze and smuts peddled on the streets. Uh, there were hookers. That too. Yeah, spreading uh, STDs. Uh, they were probably cheap too. 
<laughs> you get what you pay for. Here it says, uh, just like, oh, speaking of paying for it, yeah, look out for that review of, of a story. It's Chester Brown, the comic book artist who pays for sex. And he paid, he got cheaper sex one time, $80, and he got what he paid for, too. It was the girl was uh, fat. <laughs> she said she was going to be skinny, but he got there and she was fat. You get what you pay for. Thank you. Well, he fucked another girl instead of her, and he didn't have to pay any more to do it. So that worked oh, out. He paid the fat girl 80 bucks. He probably had to pay the skinny girl something extra. He paid, had to pay her her own fee, too. So he didn't get nothing from the fat girl and paid 80 bucks. Probably I just right. assumed the madam made the fat girl forfeit her money because she didn't give Chester anything. That's true. Oh, that's why she was screaming. She was grabbing him. Please, no, no. I, <laughs> I love you a long time. That was funny. <laughs> Even though we, okay, we get back to this Howard the Duck comic. We will review uh, paying for it on the other episode. Y'all download that episode of Doom, paying for it. It may have already been out by now. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, if you skipped it, go back because sometimes y'all skip stuff. Uh, so go back and look for it. Paying for it review by uh, Doom Podcast. Anyway, Howard Duck looking, he went in the bathroom to wash his face off and he sees his duck self who says, I'm still crooning the same old tune, huh, Bozo? Town without pity. It's like, uh, I don't understand what he's talking about. Oh, my neighbor is playing their loud Mexican music. I want to bash your head in. Maybe but, uh, Howard's referring to the song Town Without Pity. Gene Pitney from the 60s. You never heard of that? No, but I will play it for the break song. And here we go. Without pity can do 
anything survive when these little minds tear you in two? What a town without pity can do. No, it isn't very pretty. What a town without pity can do. Guess that was okay. I didn't say that was a good song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. You, you should have said that before I start playing it. This <sighs> motherfucker. <laughs> now I got a bad song on here. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Anyway, uh, he can't believe that he's seen his own self in the mirror. I don't know why. But this some then this oh okay, I forgot the oh a bum or somebody accost him. Usually bums don't cost you in the why knows at that it cost you in the bathroom? Well, it is a terminal, a New York terminal in 1976. Well, th- since like 90% of Philadelphia's population is homeless, they're, they are everywhere. I'm sure you're exaggerating. Uh, but, Not by much. But speaking of your city, I just read uh, have you heard this news item out in Pennsylvania, Rochester, Pennsylvania? A little girl got shot. Well, uh. <laughs> well, actually, a goo family member said, "Oh, there's a skunk outside," and they pointed and they held a flashlight to the was like outside the house, and they saw a skunk, oh, black, but it was actually a little eight-year-old, the guy's eight-year-old cousin, in a skunk costume. Fuck all of Pennsylvania. That's not Philadelphia. How are you just going to start shooting? They shot the eight-year-old cousin, uh, little girl. She was in a Halloween costume. Shot her three times. Because aside from Philly, it's basically a, a red state. So that little girl was going to grow up Republican. So fuck her. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's not nice to say. Uh, so, But you are a blue state when it comes out overall. The last I think we were. Who knows this time? How could be if okay, one or two cities there are blue? How could the whole state be red? I mean, how could the whole state be blue if just only two cities? Y'all ain't got because Philly and Pittsburgh has so many people. <laughs> yeah, how many people live in the rural areas? Who would live in the country in Pennsylvania if you didn't have to? Well, uh. Maybe I would because I want to go live in a rural area where there's not that many people. I'm not bothered. You want to live amongst the hillbillies? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I would be accepted, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the dude he's told the dude to go bug off. <laughs> and I like that he said, "Could you take back a take a step back a foot or two? I'm sensitive to odors in your breath." <laughs> he's like, "You're a funny man, a good sport." He's like, "No, he ain't being funny, motherfucker. You stink." He said, you want to get rid of old mad dog? Okay, then. Purchase me a color TV. I'm like, what the fuck? And he keeps, uh, and he's saying, it's inflation. Now you got to give Bones color TVs. See, this is the type. He doesn't say, yes, he does. (laughs) This is the type of writing. This guy looks like Alan Moore. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you got you new TV members, Howard Duck Inside Out. Uh. But you forgot that he said that joke. Yeah, he does like fucking Alan Moore. 
motherfucker. <laughs> a dirty, a nasty looking dude. The only difference is his beard is better trimmed. Uh, that's true. <laughs> and he said, that's smart, mad dog. There's a stigma. Oh, uh, oh no, he said he decided to settle for coffee rather than color TV. And he said, that's smart because there's a stigma on color TV among artists. Yeah, artists don't like TV. Yeah, right. Uh, that's just more, quote unquote, pretentious bullshit. You know, artists watch TV and take in pop culture, try to pretend like they don't. Maybe sit. Which reminds me, download Thundor the Barbarian, <laughs> classic television by Steve Gerber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sold out. And as in our Inferno Man thing review, we were talking about that, how he sold out and it's cost him his soul. He's the empty husk of a writer after that. Anyway. <laughs> if he didn't smoke, he'd probably still be alive. He died at 60, for God's sake. Uh, yeah, you pointed it out 17 times throughout doing the podcast. Uh, I just, I'm just bringing up what a tragedy the loss of Steve Gerber is. But you just uh, hooray the death of an eight-year-old Republican. Because she was Republican, fuck her. And this is what don't make sense in the story where, once again, another... Well, she was H, so she probably wouldn't have been a good fuck. Uh, the and I know you agree, and you're going to say the opinions of Torrance Kid Mafia, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't agree the whole audience. We all know better. <laughs> Y'all know that I'm an upstanding type. If Rachel Drew was 17, you'd fuck her. That's not an eight-year-old. That's not an eleven-year-old. That's and no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, only if she's around my age in her thirties and up, or thirties to meet my my age, maybe late twenties at the most. But back to this comic book, the dude, Mad Dog, just goes berserk and starts tearing up the diner that they're in because why? Because Steve Gerber and he doesn't know where to go with the story, and um, yeah, he just has people tearing up stuff just to have something happen. There has to be a fight scene or violence in a, every Marvel comic, though. But it should make sense of why it's happening. The uh, guy's crazy. That's why Jim Shooter fired Steve Gerber's ass. Fuck Jim Shooter but, for that. <laughs> Here we see two, a couple fighting in the middle of the diner, even though all this shit is going on, even though there's a big brawl, and she's bugging her fucking boyfriend, Elton. <laughs> Elton, I think we should... Push on," he, he says. "That's profound." She said, "You're sitting in a combat zone, you know. That's profound, Amy. Like your sinewing yet feminine hands." Is anybody besides Elton John actually named Elton in in real life? No, but that, he probably named this guy Elton because uh, of Elton John. And basically, Elton wants he just wants uh, Amy to be with him, and she's like, "Motherfucker, shut, stop talking to me. Leave me alone." You should at least stop talking to me now because this motherfucker is tearing up the fucking restaurant. He's like, no, you're beautiful. I want to be with you. And, <laughs> and then Howard is having one of his schizophrenic moments. Gerber could have just put Richard Rory in this scene instead. Uh, no, everything doesn't have to connect. And Richard Rory lives in Florida or something. Wait, wait, who is Richard Rory? Is he the one from Richard Man Rory moved to New York, though. So, so it what? would work. 
He's not like Elton. And Omega. Elton, uh, Elton is a, a begging, thirsty, needy young man. Rory, I don't think, is like that. Yeah, No, he's not as needy as this guy, Elton. And then Elton gets bumped by Mad Dog, and he's going to... He's going to try to fight Mad Dog. He said, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, uh, he's half the size of Mad Dog. And he says, hey, what? you're going, what? The time mix of eternity has ground to a halt, to a chuck. Get it, Travel Blazer, which I have no idea what the fuck Mad Dog's talking about. He's, and Elton says, you're insane. No, worse, insensitive. Amy and I are relating. You son of a I like where the... Crazy guys yelling, eat dead cows, savages, grease drinkers. Uh, now, Steve Weber knows he ate hamburgers. He needs to shut up. <laughs> uh, and anyway. so did you. And, oh, surprisingly, Elton. How'd Elton, your attempt bro. at being a vegetarian go? <laughs> that lasted like a week. For the 18th time for all our podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we've established that. <laughs> Come on, man. We need fresh material. Okay. I told you I I eat, I eat chicken some, and I sometimes I eat a steak because it's good. So, yeah. So what? Oh. What, do you say? what do you got to say? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. You're a bad person, according to the most vegetarians. That, then. No, they just do it for health. They're not doing it to judge anybody. They don't care if you and me eat meat. Yeah, a lot of them think that automatically makes them good people somehow. Uh, but meat eaters ain't no better. They think that vegetarians are scumbags for just because they won't eat meat. Or they think they're some assholes because they won't eat meat. Well, they are. Vegetarians, they never tell y'all, you know, you live your life, they live theirs. But people say, people always criticize the vegetarian when they see him. Oh, you eating? Oh, you don't eat meat, huh? Uh, you know that this that's not healthy for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And McDonald's. I had a fat ass uh, partner when I was uh, doing ambulance work, uh, driving, riding around town. And she up there had, uh, I hated that bitch. <laughs> and she's and she first of all, uh, that that character that we just reviewed in comic book, the big big lady, Valkyrie, the three hundred pound woman. Yes, that was uh, my partner, and she, and she had a nerve to say, "I don't trust people who don't eat meat. I mean, people who don't eat meat. That's not healthy for you. You need." I'm like, "Bitch." Well, <laughs> you did you morbidly uh, obese? Did you ever see the South Park where? Eric or Kyle, I forget who, uh, Stan, who thought it doesn't matter, stopped eating meat and he turns into a pussy, literally, because that that's what happens. And that's why I don't, re- I don't watch that show, because they had the nerve to criticize people who have opinions, but when they have opinion, they eviscerate the people who, Trey and Matt Parker, or I'm saying... Uh, well, they usually criticize the right people, like Mormons and Scientologists. Yeah, but they had a show about uh, patriotism, a movie called Team America, but they didn't make fun of George Bush hardly at all. Instead, they made fun of actors who were 
and they made yeah they made fun of michael moore and kim jong il yeah so that movie was wrong so <laughs> the celebrity well kim jong il that's okay they can make fun of him but uh the celebrities who had opinions, they made fun of them. But yet, they're celebrities who have opinions. Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins? Yes. They're, better, they're 20 times better than Matt Parker or Trey Stone or whatever their names are. Uh, fuck, but all they got is... <laughs> oh, they actually, they got a, a show called Book of Mormon. Probably Toothless, too. Even, even though everybody gives it thumbs up. But back to... Oh, Mad Dog gets his ass kicked by the sensitive... El- Elton, I like that. That's funny to me. <laughs> and Howard says to think the glory could have been mine, even though he didn't want the glory. <laughs> he he just oh, what is Elton saying here? I've been beaten, betrayed, victimized, brutalized, but this time I'm fighting back. <laughs> Good for Elton. <laughs> Somebody says Elton, he's in worse shape than you. Which I'm not sure the message of that, but uh, the girl Amy picks up Howard. She really wants to be. She, something about Howard that she likes. And fortunately, Val Merrick is not the artist, so she looks hot. <laughs> she said, excuse me. He said, well, well, the hero's heart throb. The answer is no, toots. Your boyfriend can extricate himself. He said, no, you don't understand. I saw you walk out on that fracas. I want to leave with you while Elton's occupied. <laughs> and you see, he thinks I'm his... My, he thinks that she's his mind, which is whatever that means. And then he, she said, please, you're everything Elton's not. Totally misanthropic. Which uh, she says is a compliment. Uh, he tries to get away from her, but she kicks his ass and stands him to the ground. <laughs> it says, Elton's driving me mad and I can't abide it. I like him, but I like my mind. And a good mind is especially hard to find, especially when misplaced. So talk to me. She's actually that. got him here on the ground. Pinned to the ground. Say happy things. Good for Stop. her. Uh, no, not good for her. This is called Crazy Writing of a Crazy Character by Steve Gerber. Also you, making women crazy. Making them you know this crazy bitch is easy, so Howard should go for it. <laughs> uh, Howard mentioned Star Wars here. Steve Gerber is he's always preoccupied in these comics with the uh, pop culture, first kiss, now Star Wars, and he will in the next couple of issues. Well, Kiss was a horrible comic, <laughs> and would never be Doctor Doom in real life. Wait, which which Kiss comic? There's been many throughout the past. The one, sh- the one shot special Gerber did, he wrote where they beat Doctor Doom. But the rest of the Kiss comics are good, right? Uh, they're unreadable. <laughs> and <laughs> they bring back... And their Kiss's music is unlistenable. Uh, yeah, that's true. Except for two songs. And, uh, Beth and what else? Uh, not Beth. I Want to Rock and Roll All Night in Detroit, Rock City. Actually, more than that, three songs I like, Soul Circus from 1998 also. Anyway, back to this. That's out of like thousands of songs they did. Uh, That's true. I don't see how. They 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 hardly have any uh, top 40 hits. 
but yet they were a phenomena. Based they on... took off their makeup and that killed their career. No, it was already dead, dying. That's why they took the makeup off. But that, <laughs> <laughs> that just slit the throat of it just to put out his misery. And uh, yeah, and that's that. And now people, <laughs> they on tour or they do tours and makes money. But the only ones to making money are Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. They left the other two in the dust and they replaced them with two other guys. <laughs> money hungry motherfuckers. And then, yeah, now they don't got to pay the other two guys. And they just got to pay the two guys who replaced Peter Chris and um, the other Ace, guys. Ace Freely. Yeah, Ace Freely. <laughs> See, you know, you know all about them. Uh I don't want to. But the guys who replaced him, they don't have to pay those guys nowhere near as much as they would have to uh, Ace Freely and, and Peter Chris. So I'm like, those greedy motherfuckers <laughs> fucking uh, Gene Coley. I mean, Gene. Damn, I'm sorry, not Gene Coley. Sorry, Gene. The other Gene Simmons. Asshole. And Gene Simmons had his own reality show. Why? Because people want to know. Because Ozzy Osbourne has his. And he wanted to. I don't get that either. <laughs> Everybody wants to see uh, Kelly Osbourne. Uh. And Howard beats his own. I mean, Howard has another one of these uh, schizophrenic moments talking to his duck self. And uh, But he says, This girl, while she's getting dangerous, he says, uh, He says, What? He said, You, you forgot. Uh, you forgot you're about to spend a night with a violence prone maniac? Aw, oh, get off. She's not insane. She just got spunk. This chick says she's on welfare, and yet she has this apartment in New York. Oh, wait a minute. Where does it say? Oh, <laughs> is, he, is this supposed to be a right wing uh, comment on Steve Gerber's part? <laughs> anyway, she does yoga. Yeah, she's got a nice place. She's doing yoga in front of him. And, uh, Can she afford to live in the village for real? No, not in real life. That's called Bad Writing by Steve Gerber once again. And uh, she keeps on talking about Elton saying fuck Elton. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think there was a lot of good things to comment on, but it's been a while since I've read this. But they're just talking shit, basically. I like where Howard... Uh, the duck hits Howard the human in the head with a frying pan here. Uh, we got past that. <laughs> and it goes, there's a sound effect bong, but unfortunately there's no Dr. Bong. Uh, fuck Dr. Bong, part one. Part two, Howard is probably hitting himself, his human self is probably hitting himself upside the head like a fight club at this point. And, uh, Great movie. Sucks. And he, oh, well, I want to know. What's wrong with Fight Club? He still has, that you got, you're very forgetful. I talked about this before, how the twist of the movie sucked. But the other, the twist in this is that Howard the Duck is now hard to human, and he's got five fingers instead of three or four. But his gloved hand, wait, let me see, does his gloves actually have more? Okay, it looks like he's still got four fingers. That's freaky. His gloves are the same. That's true. Does that mean he got, he, as a human, he's got He's four, probably got two fingers in one, one finger glove. of the glove. I hope so, because that's freaky looking. <laughs> and uh, 
she's talking about her relationship with Elton. Fuck Elton. All right, she says, I'm more complicated than that. You see, I'm imbued. I've imbued Elton with a modicum of self-confidence. If I tell him to bug off, well, do I need to elaborate? And, and it's like, uh, is this a comment on males in society in the 70s? We'll never know. He, he uh, took that secret to the grave. With, with Where him. are you? I'm on the panel where she's like got her leg over her head here. She's exercising for no apparent reason. Uh, on the next page, 22. She got her leg over her head in every panel. Uh, yeah, I have to admit, Jean Colin did draw her hot. I wonder if he, who he modeled her after. Probably somebody he knew in real life. Maybe Cher. Looked like Cher. Anyway. Cher wishes she looked this good. <laughs> she said, I... I appreciate the gesture that you want to help me, Howard, but I it wouldn't help. Help Elton never believes in anything. Another man tells him, we women are the source of truth. It, it might be flattery. Idolatry is intoxicating, you know, but Elton f- figures all women are born with the answer. It must be some kind of liberal. He's making fun of his liberal friends, no doubt. Uh, Steve Gerber is. He can't allow us an, an intellect I can't think of any conservative comic book writer besides John Byrne and Mike Barron. So Gerber's probably liberal. I don't know if that John Byrne is actually conservative. He admits it. But his comic stories say otherwise in some points. No, that's Claremont's writing. <laughs> no. In Al- uh, Alpha Flight, he wrote the first gay character, North Star. That's, that's... Allegedly, he never admitted North yes, Star did. was gay. Yes, he did. Not in the comic. Scott Lobdell had to out North Star in Alpha Flight 106 years later. No, but he admitted it off screen. And plus, you could tell that he was gay, that North Star was gay. He said, yeah, North Star was supposed to be gay. But Jim Shooter, Shooter told me I couldn't do it because they couldn't uh-huh. be a gay girl. So you admit she, Jim Shooter is bigoted. Well, yeah, everybody knows that. You, We know that Jim Shooter did that comic, that anthem. <laughs> that kind of homophobic story. Well, well, the consider- listening fags in the Hulk magazine who were going to rape Bruce Banner of the ass. <laughs> and uh, nobody knows that they actually wouldn't do that. But uh, I wanted him <laughs> to Hulk out and smash them, but he didn't in that comic book. Because <laughs> Banner's secretly gay. <sighs> How dare you talk about Bruce Banner? He's like- not with Betty anymore. <sighs> anyway, that don't mean he wants a goddamn man. Oh, but this is an important part in the yeah, story. The sidekick who died of AIDS. <laughs> he didn't give him the AIDS, and you know it. The Hulk can't even get AIDS because of the gamma and radiated blood. How dare you? But for the Hulk. The, what's, and what's her name? Uh, Amy. apparently gave it to Jim Wilson. Amy is making some good points here. She said, her old boyfriend can't allow us intellect. He, they see as he sees women as born with the answer, but he can't allow us women intellect, or we'd be as threatening as men. We're supposed to emote and care. What the fuck and is Castaneda? She's bragging that she read Castaneda. I don't know what that is. 
know. I don't know what that is either. But she said, "Hey, am I boring you with this?" And he is. But she had a point. <laughs> she she had a point. He can't allow us an intellect, or we be threatening his men. We're supposed to emote and care. That's why when uh, uh that got them. Ninkara, he's a comic book critic, says uh, he criticized Wonder Woman when they have Wonder Woman as like a warlike or ass-kicking hero killer or whatever. She made so Wonder Woman. What do you do then? <laughs> no, he, he, no, she's supposed to be a war, Am, Amazon warrior, and he says Wonder Woman is supposed to be for peace. That uh, was uh, Batman is truth, Superman is justice. She's well, fuck you. You're trying to have this woman once again as Mother Nature or the. A moat or a that makes sense. No. Superman is justice. Oh, truth and Batman's justice and Wonder Woman's peace. That makes sense. No, no, it doesn't. She she uh snapped Mac Lord's neck. She's not she and she fights people all the time since her inception. She's a fighter. She's a uh, Max Lord got better though. And she's an Amazon warrior. How could they say she's about peace when she kicks motherfuckers' ass? Watch she cry at Sue Dibney's funeral then? Uh, everybody, you could be emotional for a friend of yours. I think it's sexist to put Wonder Woman in that position. That's all I got to say. Well, Ralph cried, so he's a woman. Uh, how dare you? Elongated man is a great character. Anyway. Uh, he's dead now, so forget him. He needs to be dead. Like I said, Place Man is like a hundred times better anyway. Uh, no, he's not. Amy he looks hot in this picture where he draws her. <laughs> uh, but, uh, then they go back to... It's so obvious she's trying to get Howard to come on to her and fuck her, but he won't. Yeah, he's got problems. Oh, they go back to your boy, Dr. Bong. And uh, what the fuck is going on? Oh, he says he finds out the Howard and Duck escaped, and and she's dr- and she, Beverly's jumping up and down. Yippee! He did it. My ducky flew the coop. Silence. Hey. hey. <laughs> he and he falls. gets self in the head. And she falls to her knees. I shall not countenance another such open display of disloyalty. You're my wife now, Beverly, and I demand your allegiance. So remember, I can kill as easily as paralyzed with a single pill. Take her to my chambers. I said, join her presently and rape her. No. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> she did not have sex with her, according to Bill Mantle. He has, he has sex with her in a, the Howard the Duck comic in an issue. There's no way Mantlo can pretend that never happened. You were getting upset about this. Beverly's a slut just like Mary Jane and every other redhead. (laughs) He said, first I must exterminate Howard the Duck. And then uh, he finds out that Howard crashed in Central Park. This is before the internet, but he's got every, for some reason, he's got every picture of every newspaper Yes, he's so he's got <laughs> so he's uh up on his communications and information highway back in seventy six. And he bungs up he's gonna to go to New York and find Howard the Duck. Yup. But uh what's the name? Elton is stalking what's her face? he's stalking uh Amy outside of her apartment. And he breaks into her apartment. 
Amy, I can't bear the thought of your cheapening yourself in these casual. Oh my gosh! Which lets you know she's a slut, <laughs> and this is nothing new for her. Elton, what's the matter? Amy, I can't tell you, but how? Uh, but what? That thing on your couch. And she turns to see that Howard is a duck. Hey! Oh, apparently she did fuck him. Good for Howard. <laughs> no, he's on the couch. She's on the other side of the couch. And, but, uh... Maybe he did fuck him. She did fuck But he, she didn't fuck him as a duck. She fucked him as a human, and he turned to a duck later. And he said, what? Well, Bev's married. What's he supposed to do? Somehow he don't notice that, um, that he is a duck now, that his clothes are ill-fitting. <laughs> and he said, you're too much a woman to come unhinged at a little thing like this. Because <laughs> she's having a break- breakdown that she fucked a duck. <laughs> Elton, what does that mean to you, too much woman? Hmm? Is there such thing as a chick who's not woman enough? Yeah, Karen Carpenter. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That's a woman died from a... And you know what? There was a great movie called Superstar about that with Ken and Barbie dolls. Uh, and that, again, is more exploitation taking advantage. That was so tasteless, it was great. This story here, though, ends with Howard in the bathroom and uh, noticing that he's a damn duck finally after he's taking a shower and finally looking uh-huh. at himself. He's like, all that excitement last night. Fucking that bitch must have gotten my adrenaline pumping. He didn't say fucking that bitch. He said excitement. He meant the That's fight. That's what he meant. No, he meant the fight. <laughs> the fight. <laughs> and then her slamming him, about to kick his ass, even though he's a grown-ass man, and uh, all that other stuff. But then he hears the bong, and we see that in the bathroom is Dr. Bong. Are you surprised, File? Did you truly think you eluded me? Did you? <laughs> he's like... Nah, I never figured Bev could get boring so soon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He didn't even get the F Beverly yet. And that is an issue of Howard Duck. Of course, you give it a 10. I give it... I give it a 9. I give it a 7. Because it's not as good as the nervous breakdown issues. Anyway, that's not good to see somebody have a nervous breakdown. That, 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 those were great stories, though. Thum versus Howard the Duck uh, for issue number 19. And next time, Sud, the Scrubbing Bubble Can. Oh, yeah, that's much better than the one armed bandit that Bill Mantle came up with. Anyway, uh. Yes, it is! Until next time. Oh, this is Doom. Go to doomcast.blogspot.com. I was going to say any story that attacks Annette Funicello. Uh, but no, really, go to podcastx.blogspot.com. Uh, don't bother, y'all. Until next time, <laughs> peace. All right, cool. Oh, God, the next.